Okay. <sighs> mm. Boom. Boom. Okay. I'm Isaac. <laughs> and I'm Nadia. <laughs> and welcome to the table where wow. everyone gets to take us. Why'd you start while I was still chewing this peachio? Peachio, because we don't have actual peachos. Yeah, we just have peachios. They're okay, but they're stale. Yeah, they're a little like. I'll still eat them. I love the taste of peachios. I just, I don't, I feel like they're like more like gummy than they need to be. Not like mm. chewy, but like gummy. You know? That's wild. I had the opposite feeling that they were too chewy, not enough gummy. Mm. Wow. Can wow. you believe that? That's like a difference. That's like a difference of opinion, but like we're still cool. Yeah. And that happens all the time in this world. But I'm glad that we had the dialogue. I am too. So, Nadia. Yes, Isaac. How have you been? I haven't seen you in forever. Yo, I've been depressed. <laughs> like, like mad depressed. I was actually on the way here, not like in your car, because I would have voiced it out loud. Mm-hmm. You know I'm an out loud thinker. Yes. <laughs> but like on the way home from work and like in preparation for this, I was like, am I really in a mental state to do a podcast? Like, the answer is like, yes, I could do a podcast. <laughs> But, like, honestly, I was like, this is going to be a very different episode. I feel like I'm going to sound, hopefully, like myself, but I, I have a very different lens on the world right now. Mm. So I feel like I don't, I'm not leaning toward optimism like I normally would. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've been better. It's just yeah. to, to say, I guess, everything. But I've just been really worn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, like, over it. Like, over a lot of things. And, like... Like, at, when you, like, reach your capacity with certain things. Like, I feel like I reach my capacity with, like, one thing at a time. But, mm-hmm. like, when you reach your capacity with, like, everything all at one time, that's, like, a different feeling. Yeah. And that's what I've been feeling all week where I'm just, like, nah, I'm at capacity. Like, all this is bullshit. All of it. No, that's <laughs> so, fine. that's where I've been. How about you, though? <laughs> like, tell me how you've been. So, I was there not only a few weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> for, like, just, like, feeling very overworked, um... Like, too much was going on. Um, not having a supervisor was wild. Having to travel a lot was wild. Yeah. Like, we have been traveling a lot. Like, there's just been, like, a lot of movement and, like, yeah, not has. a lot of grounding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I had to ground myself in a staycation. I love that. And so I w- had a great staycation. My best friend from high school came and visited. And so we hadn't seen each other in four years. It was a pretty wild time. You learn a lot. That was your best friend. From, from high, high school. school. Yeah. And you guys, did you guys go to college together too? We did not go to college together. So you guys just have to stayed in touch like that. It's really wild. Um, shout out to Chase. Um, me and Chase went through maybe the most formative years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> of like the stages, like most people have this stage in like college or maybe grad school where they like go wild and they lose all their shit. Right. But we lived in Oklahoma, specifically right. more Oklahoma, where, like, the funnest thing to do was to go to a theater. But that costs money. A theater. A theater. The way you said that, that yes. was dramatic. The Warren Theater. <laughs> it was, wow. Which I don't even think it's the Warren Theater anymore because Chase told me that it recently was bought out. Now I'm, like, really offended <laughs> by, like, my what experience. What is it called? Being. I have no idea. He didn't give me a name. He doesn't go there anymore because it's not. <gasps> Acme. <laughs> I don't know. I was just guessing. <laughs> I was just like throwing out an idea, seeing if it would like reach yeah. you. No, that's not it. But 
you're like, didn't reach. Nah, nope. I didn't get there yet. It, 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 it fell short. Almost got you. Wow. <laughs> Have you seen the commercial with the, with the um, fisherman? And it's like he has a dollar and the woman's trying to buy the shoes. And he's like, no. you're almost there. Almost Absolutely not. <laughs> I can't even picture that commercial. <laughs> That's how far removed it is from my reality. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're just reaching for, reaching for straws in this world. Sometimes. Anyway, yo, Nadia. So what's up, Isaac? We have segments to do. Do we? Yeah. What kind of segments do we have to do? You know, we got dig in. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Where we do the topic of the day mm. and talk about like what we need to dig into. Yeah, know? we get there deep, deep in there. Once again, <laughs> I can't. I apologize. <laughs> it's um, it's the red wine. Yes, it has to be. It must be. It has to be. Um, <laughs> and then we have who made the coleslaw. Uh, Someone made it. Why do we have it on the table? <laughs> like you gotta ask. You gotta ask yourself that question. Like it's not that we all love coleslaw. It's that someone brought it, and now we got to figure out who made it. And we do have to figure out who made it because it's a mystery to both of us at this moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> and then. We have, can I get a to-go plate? Plate. We do have a to-go plate because it's wild. We don't have a script in front of us <laughs> at all. We're going off the cuff. So, and so who knows what's going to happen we know. Episode. We know that it's plate, not on the printed form that usually says to-go late. Yeah, because I can't spell. Because Isaac is learning. <laughs> I'm growing. Every day. Every day. Um, wow, I can't wait. Let's get into it. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. We should do this segment in ASMR. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Nadia. I'm Isaac. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> I never get to practice doing ASMR. <laughs> I listen to so many videos that I feel like I'm an expert. <laughs> that I'm is screaming. not that how was, you become an expert. Um, I feel like that's how most people become experts. Like, by watching other people, I literally think that's how, like, people learn. <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm learning then. Because <laughs> I'd be wow. watching people. So, you should sound off if we should be ASMR people. I feel like we could make a killing doing that. On we could do like we can do an ASMR episode, like yeah. a featured episode, but only if enough people want it. Yeah, it has to be at least a thousand people like, because I'm not about to wake that up. I really don't want to that sounds like a really hard thing for me to achieve. Yeah, that'd be wild. But I would do it if okay. a thousand people wanted us to. So Nadia. Yes, Isaac. Let's talk about destiny. 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 Is that good for ASMR? <laughs> I think that we should do ASMR. I, I totally do. Better. I feel like it's like our natural skill. Yes. So <laughs> do you think, do you believe in destiny? Do you think that like you're in this place at this moment, at this time for a reason? No. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, wow. do not believe in destiny. I feel like that is such a weird I don't know. I feel it's a weird concept for some reason. I don't see how that could work logistically. I mm. think there's just a lot of, there's too many holes. 
Um, how can everything be figured out? Like, that's a lot of things. Yes. That's a lot of things. And I feel like destiny is most often talked about with, like, love. Mm. Like, by a lot of people, because it's like, I got to find, like, somebody I'm destined to be with. Or the one, right? Destiny. And I'm like, mm, that seems a little bit too, like, how could all these people only have one person for them and be able to find them so quickly? Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, is it, like, a local thing? I mean, there's too much psychology to say that, like, the people you're nearby are the people you're probably going to end up having feelings for, and then you'll end up dating them, and maybe it'll work, and maybe it won't. Okay? It won't work with everybody. Yeah. But, like, if two people in Kansas were destined to be together, it's like, that was such a boring plan. But here's the <laughs> thing, though. Like, I feel like with our social media and, like, mm-hmm. all the different things that we have nowadays, like, sometimes, like, I remember when I was younger. This mm-hmm. is, like, a wild. Y'all, like, are jumping into my, like, past um, let's jump in. Let's dig in. Let's dig into this past, right? So um, I used to, like, be in love with the folks who, like, fell in love through Tumblr. Wow. Like, that concept to me was so brilliant. And I was just like, That's yes. such a childhood dream because I was never on Tumblr. Mm. And I feel like that relates to a very specific group of people. Very specific But, like, the group. fact that you used to dream about falling in love on Tumblr. Yes. But hold on. Let me tell you a story. People. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. So. I had this girl who I was, like, interested in, Mm -hmm. interested in in dating Mm -hmm. um, when I was in high school. Her name was Kiana. Shout out to Kiana. Um, a great name. Yes. Um, (laughs) So I hadn't talked to her because she moved away from more Oklahoma. I was a senior. I think she was a sophomore. She moved. And I was like, I'm never going to see you again. We tried to, like, communicate. And then, like, she couldn't talk to me for, like, a period of time. We found each other on fucking Tumblr. Okay. And we've been best friends ever since. But, like, at the same time. <laughs> so you think that was destiny? I didn't get to that point. So oh. if we're going to circle back to that. Oh, you were just telling me about I was just Tumblr telling you a good love. story. Okay, okay, okay. Because yes. the thing is, I was trying to connect that to the bigger picture. Which is destiny. Which is destiny. Which I do believe in. <gasps> to a certain degree. <laughs> really? uh about this gasp. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, you know when you think you know somebody... <laughs> And then it's like you learn one thing about them that makes you shook. Yeah. That was the thing. Like destiny. Nah, man. Like <laughs> Nah, like that's, okay. You got to tell me why and how and you know, just give me a little bit of like perspective. Okay, let me give yeah, you give me my perspective, perspective into destiny. So, Thank you. I am like a true and firm believer that they're like for some people, they have, like, their foundational beliefs. And it's, like, their perspective into how they're going to get into stuff. And so I grew up in a church. Okay. In a missionary Baptist church, to be exact. <laughs> exact. Greater St. Mary's Missionary Baptist Church. Oh. Off of, ooh, I don't know the streets anymore. Ooh. But <laughs> I grew up there. and like you lost we all, your roots? I did lose my roots. <laughs> I, have no, I know exactly how to get to the church, but I don't you know got how to, roots, like. Then. You got your roots. <laughs> I don't know how, like, what the street actually is called. But I know how to get there mm. in, like, any kind of. From here, you know how to get there. From I could literally walk and make it to Grace <laughs> Baptist Church. I'm not gonna play with you. That's a dedicated. It's real. Mm. It's real. I went there too many times. Um, uh-huh. So it was just like something that we talked about a lot about how like you can be on your own path, but you're always gonna get back to like what God like designed for you to get to. Yeah. And so a lot of the times I was like, okay, this is like BS. I can go off this path and like run away and like literally try my best to not be on this path. But then I panicked and I was like, but maybe that's what my path is supposed to be. <laughs> 
And um, that's like when you get stuck in the the thought process of like, what if none of this is real? And that's when you're too far gone. That's when you're too far gone. Like that's not okay. I hate or when you're like, what's that movie with Jim Carrey? And you're like, maybe that's my life. Oh, the Truman Show. That's too much. That movie messed me up. Right. Like I, I'm never, I've never. I sometimes I like kind of like like glance around to see if anybody is like not in character in that moment to catch them in the lie. That movie <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> I'm screaming. I that movie fucked me up. Like, <laughs> I like look behind, like something to see if like maybe I can see the set design. Uh, <laughs> like, just look I behind also the do that. Yes, because that movie messed everyone up. Jim Carrey, you're an evil genius. <laughs> but what grounds me, I think. In the way that the Truman Show didn't gr- like ground you because you always <laughs> thought there was a set behind you. Right. Like what grounds me is like this idea of there being something divine that is controlling everything that I'm doing wow. rather than me like making all the decisions. Because then I'm like, oh shit, this too many is like decisions. too many decisions. Too many decisions. See, I I don't like the idea that it's already like it's a setup mm. because for me I'm like. So if it's a setup, can we not get along with it? Like, why am I going through all of these different routes, dealing with all of this bullshit for me to then go to this place that you want me to go? And what if that place isn't good? And why did I get selected to go to that place? And like, is that really fair? I don't think so. You don't know me like that. Like, then I get offended personally. But then it's like, well, you know, this divine power would know you like that because they know how it's going to end. And I'm just like, I don't know. That makes me feel a little bit salty. That's fair. But I also didn't really grow up in the church. Yeah. So, like, I never really, even though my family is religious or spiritual, I don't know, whatever the case may be, um, I never really thought about it that much. So, like, I didn't really have any any place to go from. I wasn't told one specific way. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't read the Bible. No one told me to, so yeah. I didn't read it. Um and so I've never, like, even though, like, in movies and stuff, like, especially at the Disney Channel, like, you kind of, like. <laughs> that just sent me. I'm done. <laughs> like, it, like, it, like, goes in a direction where it's, like, and all of it was meant to be. And it's just, like, you hear that. You heard that a lot as a kid, I remember. Or, like, Destiny, yeah. especially, like, love stories and stuff. And it, like, was fine. I was, like, oh, I guess that's kind of the way it is. But then as I've been experiencing life, I'm just, like, but that's just not. I just don't see it. So, I don't know. I feel, like. You can kind of do whatever you want. And, oh, is that, maybe that's just something that was set in motion. And that's the thing. I think that, like, <laughs> like th- speaking of destinies, it's, like, really hard to even imagine, like, like looking back on my life. I've been reflecting a lot because, like, my high school best friend came into town and I yeah. was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, was I, like, when he would talk about, like, the things I did in high school, I was like, I would never have done that. That's stupid. And then I'm like, but you did do that. I did do that, and that made me realize a lot of stuff, like, right? That made me make better decisions for my past. Right. But like, at the time, I thought that was like the perfect choice that I made, and so it's like hard for me to like not believe in like there being this like little divine. But that's just power. growth. Yes. I mean, because like the thing is, not everybody is like you. <laughs> People will reflect on their past and be like. Yeah, that move was great. I still feel like it's great when it's really a stupid move. Like, Uh-oh. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people be like, people don't reflect as much as us. Oh, that's very true. Like, 
when you really look at it, like we, I have a lot of friends in my mind who reflect, but our group of people, the people that we relate to, are a minority by oh. far in a lot of different ways. But like, it's like, it's not, I don't know. Like, I feel like, is that something that was like designed for you to learn something or are we just good at learning along the way? Like if you're good mm. at deep reflection, you're just good. Like, isn't that the way it should be anyway? Not, I don't think everybody goes through this learning along the way process. You see it all the time. There are 50 year old men who are still in bars. They should not be in talking to women that they should not be talking to. So it's just like, they're there. Those are things that you can learn at a very young age. Mm-hmm. There are, those are things you can learn like at least by now. And I'm 28. Like you can definitely, but like they don't get there. So like, is, was that in design? Like, was that supposed to be like that? Were they destined to be creeps? Like, I don't know. Because if so, I want to hear about that master plan. I want to understand how that's supposed to contribute to me in a good, positive way. That's wild. I don't know. I have questions. I do have questions. Destiny is a very wild concept. Mm-hmm. But since we can't, we can agree to disagree. Absolutely. Where we're at here. Mm-hmm. But I want to just like reflect on the path mm. that you have taken in your life. And is there, like, give me a high, and then I'll give a high, and then you'll give a low, and I, maybe I can do a low first, and then a you high, can do a low. Like a high from my current, my present? Current path. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> Follow-up. <laughs> do you mean, sorry, I'm just got to clarify, because, like, a high from, like, this is where I'm at. This is a high that I have right now in my la- my life that has come from my path or a high from the path. Sorry, I'm like getting real technical right now. But I just need to understand what your intention is. I think you could do either or. Okay, okay, okay. Because remember, we don't have a script. And you're right. We don't have any rules. <laughs> uh, we don't have any rules. We don't have we any rules. We can do whatever okay. we want. So a high, okay, a high right, right now and then we'll do lows. Okay, let me think. Should we tell people where we are at on our paths at this time? Would that be a helpful context setting? Do they already know? I don't know who listens to us, to be honest. This is very true. So, (laughs) I have something in my mouth. Yeah, and I was just being loud while I screwed the... But. You just (laughs) screwed the butt. (laughs) I'm four! (laughs) Or at least seven. I don't know. Um... A high. Yeah. From my experience so far. Mm -hmm. I think, like, was really, really big and pivotal in my experience was realizing that I can be a weird black kid and still be black. Mm. Like, that was something that I think took me until I was in college for me to be like, I don't even know if it was college. I want to say grad school. When I moved to Kansas, I met, like, Jamila and, like, like Anthony are you and Cody. Jamila and Anthony and Cody are weird. In black the kids? best way. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, Am I weird? Yes. <laughs> I know. It's like like being able to like blend and find your space within your own community was like yeah. really, really hard for me up until that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was like a very big high because it shifted That's literally like, my trajectory of how I was going to move forward in life. That's a really good example that I'm glad you went first. Mm-hmm. I think I would have zeroed in to a little bit more specific of a situation. Okay. And so now I feel like I'm on the same page as you and I can dream big. And 
<laughs> Let's see. Like that one's good. I don't know. I think when I decide decided no. Oh, oh, this is a good one. This is actually something that I think I reflect on a lot. But like most of my don't eat that last one. <laughs> don't eat the last PGO. I'll cry. Wow. Okay, sorry. I was trying to tell the story, but you should have seen Isaac's bony fingers walk its way over to a PTO's bag that is very close to me. Now, they are a shared bag, but I did put them near me to designate <laughs> that that last PTO was mine. I think my friends would understand, including Isaac. I think Isaac understands. I, he just I, didn't, do. I do. He just didn't realize he would come out so publicly. <laughs> okay. I. My high on my path, that's funny, um, was when I left the U.S. and went to Senegal. Mm. Um, so kind of like I, I'd been outside of the country but only to Canada. And leaving like what I knew to be like societal norms mm -hmm. in the U.S. and going into this completely different place where standards were different. And in my opinion and, like, kind of my experience, I was, like, this feels like this, like the values and the standards that I hold. And I feel like I belong here. And what I was experiencing in the U.S. is, like, like oh, that's just, like, a little piece of it. Like, it was, like, the first time I would realized that there was so much beyond the U.S. and it's right. bullshit. Like, there's a lot of great things in the U.S. And then there's also just a lot of shit that it's, like so bad for you like so i don't know like a lot of it was like like um like societal norms for beauty for example in the u.s so damaging so damaging to me and all of my life was like about like hating myself and hating how i looked and and so like going to senegal and realizing that i was like put on a pedestal basically and it was like what are you talking about you're like the most beautiful person here and I was like how could that be like I remember being like so confused but like intrigued but like hesitant like I didn't trust it at all mm -hmm. um and spending a lot of that time there reflecting on that and being like well shit like these people see that I'm beautiful I must be beautiful and like this must be something that I was supposed to learn here and now going back to the U.S. like I'm going to know that here I'm beautiful, so I'm beautiful in other places. It might just not be the U.S. And, like, just kind of, like, shifted my mindset. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was the beginning of my, like, unraveling of a lot of learnings that I had that were really unhealthy for me. Yeah. Um, so it kind of, like, set me on this a lot more confident path and just really, like, a lot more critical and thinking about, like, what matter to me and if it didn't if it didn't make sense with what I was currently experiencing it was because the people I was around weren't the right people for me and not mm -hmm. necessarily that I wasn't the right person for that experience right which is how I typically used to feel so that really shifted I think like my mental health journey mm -hmm. that's real <sighs> okay shifting because I don't think it's like really different I feel like this is just a second example it's just like one that was negative at mm -hmm. the time mm -hmm. but you learned a lot from it to like change trajectories right mm -hmm. so like i'm thinking a lot about like i like i disclose this all the time and i don't think that's this is a huge big of a deal but like a lot of people like panic when it's like isaac's talking about his mental health and like like especially like being hospitalized like people mm -hmm. are like always panicked about it but like i've been hospitalized three times okay. <laughs> three full times it's 
all great times. <laughs> Don't have to get into the details. No. But, like, in those periods of times, I hated it. Like, the first time mm. was, like, scary as fuck. The second time was just, like, not helpful. And the third time was, like, I get a breast. <laughs> like, yeah, I was, like, okay. really hype about it. Like, okay. after the third time, and I think that that was the biggest one for me, mm-hmm. was, like, Maybe I'm just fucking tired. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's not that, like, something's really wrong with me. It's that I work so hard and, like, have to survive in this bullshit fucking world that, Absolutely. like, does not love me the way that I love it. Like, maybe I'm just fucking tired. And so when I, like, finally came to realization to that, which was when I moved to Seattle. Like, this was very, very oh, recent. Interesting. Like, I moved here and I was just like, well... Like, I have to work, and, like, I have to pay for my, like, rent. And so, like, if I go to the hospital, <laughs> like, I'm going to, like, let somebody down, and then somebody's going to lose their house. And, like, you can't get, like, you can't do nothing to yourself. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, very much, like, me shifting to that mindset. And then I finally got to a place where I was, like, looking at it, and I was, like, this is some bullshit. Like, you was just tired. Yeah. Like, literally just take a vacation. Do something for yourself. Like, you get, get yourself out of a bad situation mm-hmm. instead of, like— Saying, like, oh, something's wrong with me. Because it's not me. Right. And that's real. That's why, I, like, that was, like, a low. Because it was very low at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was very low. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now I'm, like, shit was chill. That's some good reflection. All right. That's good. Some lows. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've had a lot of lows. Let me think of a distinct one. That's why I feel like it's hard because I'm like, I've had a lot of lows because I've suffered from depression since like, wh- from what I can remember has been fifth grade. Like that's yeah. the last time I remember. Fourth grade, I feel like it was like bubbling where I was like questioning some things and confused. But fifth grade was like, oh no, you hate yourself. Like that was, like it was really clear then. Like that was the first time I remember clearly thinking that, articulating that, writing it in journals. Like that was real. Mm-hmm. So like I've had a lot of lows, but I feel like, Low, low. Oh, a low, low, I guess, was um, when I moved from New York back to Kansas. And a lot of my friends, like not even close ones, a lot of my friends know this story because I wrote about it that time or at least shortly after that time. But like that was one of the biggest lows. My depression had always been really bad. But after I had moved to New York thinking I was going to do magazine publishing and couldn't, didn't want to be there. <laughs> didn't want to be there. Like the opportunities that were presenting themselves were like, not okay like weren't gonna pay me well enough I would be living a horrible life and I'd have multiple jobs and I'd be burned out all the time and I'd probably be living in like some kind of very small setup I'm not gonna say what the setup is it's very unclear New York has a lot of really sketchy living situations (laughs) because it's expensive and so at that time I was like I gotta go back home and it wasn't that I had to go back home that really like killed me it was that I, like, learned something, like, now I can think about it from this way, but I learned something about myself, which is that I didn't want to live in that kind of environment. I didn't want to live in New York. I didn't want to live in a place that was so crowded that, like, was really expensive, especially for what I had at the time. Um, That was just, like, not adding up to, like, who I really was. Like, I loved New York in a lot of ways visiting, but living there, like, that's not Nadia. Like, Nadia does not struggle like that like Nadia will struggle 
but like only when it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like that shit doesn't make any sense. You throw $2,000 at the problem, you're struggling still. Like that doesn't make sense to me. At least in Seattle is expensive. But when I got here, I was like, I can throw money at this and have a decent, okay living like lifestyle. Right. I'll be fine. I'm throwing money at the problem and it's working. <laughs> New York, you throw money at the problem and it just, your money is just down the drain. Like it's not. Right. So, you know, so like I was just like, this isn't me anymore, but I couldn't come to terms with that because I had had that in my plan for a long time. And when I was like, I have to move back home, I was like, this is a failure. And until that point in my life, I had not failed in any kind mm. of way. Not in relation to like my success or like my education or like the path that I was on. This was like the point of the path where I was like, well, what the fuck is the next thing to do? I didn't have an answer. And the one that I had currently explored didn't pan out and mm -hmm. that was a major failure so like my depression like just like took over my mental health tanked I stopped like I didn't tell people where I was living it was a very confusing time my best friend at the time was like I can't deal with this and left for good reasons because I was being extremely emotionally abusive like so bad like it was just like I was all around a not fun person to be around and just very confused and sad. <laughs> and so um, for all those reasons, like, it just kind of, like, I didn't really have anything left. And I think that, like, that's the one point in my life where I remember feeling like that. Like, I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten to that kind of depression again. I've gone through other bad depressions and stuff that maybe would be on a similar level. But, like, I don't remember, I don't recall a time recently where I was just, like, I, like, at that time, I didn't feel like I had anything mm -hmm. even when I get to my lowest points now I'm like well I've got Isaac I've got all these friends I've got like hey. you know what I mean it's like I can name them and still feel awful but be able to be like this is a mental state because you know there are great things out there you just can't feel them right now okay I can I can you know deal with that but at that time it was like I didn't feel like I had anything I didn't feel like I had anyone um, like the one person who knew the most about me and my mental health state like was like bye and so like at like that was a really rough thing for me to deal with um but all good things came out of it that was the first time I told my mom that I had depression mm -hmm. that was the first time I told her that I was suicidal um she got me on meds for the first time she got me to a therapist for the second time but the first time she got me one um and it was like an intervention that also helped me understand that like my mom could be there for me in that mm -hmm. way which I didn't know. I didn't know that. She, I didn't think she could handle it. Like I didn't want to do that to her. Yeah. Um. So it was a it was a low that promoted a lot of highs in the future of me and my mom having a much closer relationship, especially like to something that's so important to me, like my mental health. Yes. Wow. This is wild to me because I feel like we've had this conversation and like not necessarily in like the confines of this room, mm -hmm. but like very much have had this conversation. And I feel like I'm learning more about you, but like realizing how similar we are, like truly in our like paths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And so my second, third, third question. Ooh. Wow. I cannot count. It doesn't matter because I don't remember how many questions you've asked. Exactly. I feel <laughs> like I've asked for. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's like... Lucky number six. <laughs> yeah, you keep asking the question. I'm going to eat this PGO. Oh, my God. I'm Do you want it? Now no, no, I no, feel no, bad. No, 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 no. You can eat it. Are you sure? It's fine. Do you want to split in half? Nah. It's too, it's too chewy. chewy. It's too chewy. Yeah. We can't do that. We can't. Um, so, my second to last question, because I can do that correctly. <laughs> That's awesome. That was good, wasn't it? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Is what... 
lessons can you take from your path that you've gone on so far? Mm-hmm. Which I th- feel like all of us can take lessons from, like, like a younger self. But, like, what strong, like, top two things have you taken that are not the high and the low, but, mm-hmm. like, just things? Lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one, that has pretty well informed, like, a lot of what I do for relief, but also what I do, like, my creative side, my fun side, like, what I'm actually passionate about um, is just, like, to talk about shit honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, to really just, like, whatever you're feeling, no matter how you're feeling it, like, being able to express that is powerful. Being able to just name it um, helps you deal with it a lot better, a lot faster. Um, and, like, that's something I still struggle with in a lot of ways. Like, there are certain things that'll take me, which people would probably be surprised because people are like, wow, you tell the internet everything. Um, and we like you for that. And I'm like, y'all have no idea what you're missing. <laughs> y'all have no idea what you're missing. It's wild up here. But, like, there are some things that, like, I still hold on to very tightly before I'm able to talk about it. Um, and, and those are the things I struggle with the most. But everything else that I've been able to kind of open up about, talk to friends about, even talk to my mom about in a lot of cases, like, those are the things that I can kind of progress on quicker um, and kind of make some healthy amends with. Mm-hmm. Um, so like and like that's what I do with my poetry that's why I write poetry that's why I put it out there um, that's why I like performing poetry because I just feel like there's a lot of power in being able to there's a lot of power in healing and being able to articulate what you're going through in a very honest way without holding back like without feeling like you have to hold back or perform in any kind of way um, and that has influenced like that shift in my thinking has influenced most of my life as it is right now and, like, will continue to influence where I go mm-hmm. and my path. Because, like, no matter what I'm going to do, I'm probably always going to speak my mind. I'm probably always going to, like, feel what I feel out loud because I just don't feel like there's any other right way to feel. You right. Know? So that's my number one. You go. Okay. <laughs> my first one is that, like, the idea of, like, holding on to people is, like, like irrational as fuck let's talk Mm. about it so like i like this perspective okay (laughs) so i like have wonderful people in my life and i think lily has sat on this podcast and talked about how like we need to stop the way that we define like our lines of relationships and like when a relationship is like completed because like everybody's trying to like have like that one true love and like stay with this person forever and all these things not everyone not everyone, right? So, like, most people have this idea of this. Yeah, people learn that. Yes, because it's, like, all, like, it's, like, shot at us at very young yes, ages. Like, absolutely. look, I love a good Disney princess. Same. We all do. We stand a good Disney princess. <laughs> so, it's really, really difficult for me. And, like, it's been like that for a long period of time where mm. I'm, like, holding on to people and, like, thinking that, like, letting go of someone is not, like, really bringing them along and, like, really doing the work. Like, I think it's, like, transferred into my job, like, where I'm, like, oh, I'm not going to cuss anybody out or, like, drop anybody in this process Mm -hmm. because I want to make sure that when we make, like, liberation, like, everybody's up. And, like, what I need to be thinking about is is it from an equity lens of I'm going to be pulling up the black and brown people, like, the trans folks, like, the queer Mm -hmm. folks from the bottom and, like, make them on equal footing and bring them along with me on this journey, but not necessarily the white people who are, like, I don't really understand that concept and I'm not going to sign on to this because I don't agree with you. Right. Like. Right. 
And so it's mm-hmm. been a long time because I think like what had to happen first was me dropping friends who were like that. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm at this point in my like career and like in myself where I'm just like, okay, you don't agree with me, but this like goes against my basic humanity. And James Baldwin told me that like this can be real funny until you're like going against my basic like you're trying to oppress me in like the topic that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So like let's fucking fight. Yeah, let's just let it go. I think that's a good lesson. I love that you've shared that one because that one was hard for me too. That one was hard. It's difficult. Like, it's interesting because like a few years ago, I was like, oh no, they messed up. Oh God. Now I have to like either not say anything and be in this like turmoil or I can say some shit and I probably won't be friends with them anymore. Like I remember feeling like that a lot, which sorry about the voice because like if you feel that way, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Cause I was there heavy. Like that's how I felt all the time. And like literal, like (laughs) recently I had to hold someone accountable. Um, Isaac knows. I had to hold someone (laughs) accountable. I don't to make out of And Ooh. honestly, like this, I don't know, maybe this sounds cold, maybe this is awful, but in my mind, I literally was like, this is the discussion I have with myself. I don't like that. Yeah, of course you don't like that. That's dumb. You gotta say something. What if she doesn't like you? Well, then she doesn't like you because, like, she can't deal with this shit. That she shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Literally, like, was just like, that was, it was so rational of me. I was like, if this person doesn't understand the harm of that action, I don't want to know this person. Like, this is the moment where I learned that. And it's it's now not something, like, it used to be a lot harder. It also used to be a lot more emotionally draining for me. And the thought of it doesn't drain me anymore. Like yeah. I'm just like, ooh, it would drain me to keep knowing you. And like like that, like that's so it's just like, ooh, I just lightened up my luggage. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's that's it, so real. Like, mm. y- like just coming to like, you can't hold everyone. Like that is huge. But also, I don't know, the little sub little sub meaning that I got from that too, that I feel is that like you can't hold like I don't know. I, there's a poem that I love by Yersa Daily Ward that is like about loving like every the experiences you have, whether they last five minutes or five years. Mm-hmm. And like that is something that I struggle with, but I want to keep holding on to is like you have these really great experiences with certain people, um, but it might not be forever. It might not be like the one, even if it's like one of those like really great times you met someone in a city and you spent this great time with them. And it's like, that felt so meaningful to me and it was meant to be two days. And I want to love and think about those two days in a great way, but I don't want to like in a year be like, oh, why didn't that work? Where it's like, no, no, you had those two great fucking days. So like, you can't hold on to everyone. You have to like, just experience the good things as they come, the bad things as they come. And like, like experience them as they are, like leave them as they are and go on to the next thing. That's so fucking real. No, like I, yeah. I've, uh, <laughs> like, like, that I, is um. such an important thing, but it's so hard. It is so hard not to feel like you have to hold on to people. Like, okay. Let's, let's, like I, I'm it's, about to it's getting me riled up. No, I'm getting hyped. I'm getting hyped. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting hyped. So I feel like this just leads into the next question. So we're mm. just going to jump to the next question, which is like, what do you think that you're learning right now that's going to like be like a high or a low? It could be either or. That I'm learning right now. That you're like going through right now. Like like because I feel yeah. like it's really important, at least for me, 
to recognize, because I do this a lot at work, like <laughs> at work specifically, um, something will happen. I'll be like, wow, I'm going to reflect on this in five years and it's going to be so fucking funny. And yeah. then I just like walk away from it yeah. because it's like keeps me in this mindset of, oh, this is not that big of a deal. Like on a grander scale of things, like you've gone through worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've gotten through it and you learned from it and you're just going to learn from this too. Like. Mm-hmm. The reason why you're so, like, erratic or upset about it is because right now you feel like you can't go through that bullshit because you've already gone through it before, Mm -hmm. but it continues to happen. So, like, how are you going to get through it? Right, right, right. So, like, I'm kind of— something we're learning right now. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going through a really important learning right now, and actually I was thinking about that earlier today, so it's funny you should ask. (laughs) 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 But, like, I I think I am, but it's—I'm not ready to process it. So that's why why I want to, like, present it in this way because— I think that what I could be doing right now could be extremely beneficial for the future, but I'm not ready for it. And so I'm in this like wallowy kind of phase. I'm in this like trying to understand it, like comprehend it phase before it gets into the actually like reflection and like put into practice and put into poetry and like good habit phase. Like that's to come. But right now, like I feel like I have, I've been setting boundaries kind of willy-nilly. <laughs> willy-nilly. Like, like people, people talk about the importance of setting boundaries and I'm like, amen. But then I don't do it consistently or like always beneficially. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to have this experience to know what it's like knowing it's not good for me. Like I'd be doing that all of the <laughs> that time. Was this weekend. That's the thing is like sometimes I'm just like, I know that this is the wrong move and yet I'm intrigued. I just need to know. And like, I find I find that on the apps a lot. Like it's like, wow! I know that this person just said something that is like, I should stop talking to you right now. But now I gotta know what is next, so then I can cancel you. Like I just gotta go a little further, even though I know I could cancel you right then. Like there's oh, there's some part of me that's just like, where's this gonna go? But <laughs> that being said, all in all, boundaries like a motherfucker, putting them up and like asking for what I want. And not being forgiving about what I want or not even engaging after I've learned that, like, what I want isn't something that I can have with a particular person. Mm-hmm. I know that that is contributing to a larger learning in the future, but I'm not there yet. Like, I'm still not putting up as many boundaries as I want to for myself. I'm still, like... It's almost like a like a mid-formed idea where it's mm-hmm. like this is great in theory but we're not quite there in practice where I know a lot of really great things about setting boundaries. Do I always do it? No. Do I want to do it? Yes. Uh do I believe that in the future at some point in time I will do it consistently? Absolutely. But it's not going to happen in 2019. <laughs> it's not going to happen in 2019. I'm screaming. <laughs> And, like, even a important boundary I put up with someone very important to me recently is troubling me, like, every day, even though I know that I did it for the right reason and that, like, in a few months I'm going to be like, yes, thank God you did that, which is why I keep trying to, like, keep that boundary there. Um, I, I I still am like, but why? Like, just, just give in and, like, make Whatever, work on another boundary. Like, I want to do that, and then I'm like, no, 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 this actually is really important to you. Like, just let it, like, let it sit, let it soak in, let it become the thing, let it become the rule. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to keep setting that boundary. That boundary is who I am, 
And like that is something that I want to get to ASAP. But it's not quite it's not quite there yet. So I feel like that's like a recent thing on my current path that I know I'm gonna be like bountiful with wisdom in the future. Bountiful. (laughs) You heard? (laughs) I don't know. That second bountiful took me (laughs) out. Uh, that's like a bountiful send me. Um, okay. So for me, I think right now I'm learning. Let's let's just like put it all on the p- table. I don't know if I like working. <laughs> Bitch, I'm trying to find a husband so I can stop. Okay. Because. That's fine. I feel like it's okay to say we don't like working. I am passionate about the work that I do. Same. I care so much about the community that I care about. I and I feel like I could be doing it. In a very different way. Absolutely. Volunteering with a rich husband who is giving me money to funnel into the program. Yeah, you can eat lunches every day, anywhere you want. Yeah. You can- <laughs> Someone cleans for you. You have like, maybe like a cook at home. All I don't even need things. to have that. I just need to have someone to buy all my groceries for me, put it in the fridge. Right. I like. <laughs> I honestly, like most of the time, am just like, wow, I love this work. I'm like decent. I feel like I'm decent. Most people will say I'm good. and like I do what I can and I like show up the way that I need to but there's so many other personalities going on Mm. I'm like I feel like (laughs) where I'm like I don't know if I fully like I have a fully formed thought with this either I feel like I'm going to get into a place where I'm going to be like this was great to teach me how to either Mm. understand people's perspectives and learn how to work around them to get my goals done okay or I don't need to work and I need to do something else or like at least work for myself right. in a way to like actively change the systems and the programs and the things that I think are important in this world. Because honestly, I've had this like long conversation with myself where I'm like, maybe eventually in this world, like social work will become obsolete and we won't have to worry about like relationship problems with people and like all of these bigger like concepts and like all the isms and all the phobias. I thought it was gonna end by the end of my lifetime. Clearly no, it's not. No, it will not. Um and I'm very just like I'm anxious about that all the time, but like that's a bigger existential crisis that I need to work through at a different date. But <laughs> mm. for now it's like been really, really difficult for me to be like what really should I be doing on this path? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. 25 is a very weird age because people are like, midlife crisis. I don't know. This core life crisis is about to kill me. Like, I feel shaken all the time. I do not feel comfortable <laughs> where I'm at right now. You'll get through this. I will get through it. <laughs> this will pass. <laughs> but when? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that, Isaac. That's different for everybody. <laughs> I'm screaming. I had a whole conversation <laughs> with myself just now, so... <laughs> Uh, but okay. Finish your thought. Yes. So I am just shaken by the idea of like whatever comes out of this either means that I make like this like bold ass move one way or a bold ass move another way. But and I feel like you're I'm not, a fork in the When road. have you not made a bold ass decision? I just didn't think this was a therapy I just session. feel like that is like you're like one bold decision or another. It's like because you're a bold person. You're always going to make a bold decision. That's who you are. That means like whatever decision you make is going to be like just fine. Because it's going to be what you want. 
I feel like I wasn't able to give you this kind of advice. I don't know. I just felt like I was vibing. So I just <laughs> pop in there. I was thinking, though, like, oh, shoot. I think I like lost my train of thought. Well, I went way back. I went way, way back into the question you asked, which I know is like a little late. But it was like the lessons learned. Thing. Yes. I feel like all of these things that we've been talking about have been lessons learned, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like because we, we, like, we've approached it from different angles. But like... I think one thing that I feel like is worth talking about, just because I don't think enough people say it, but like I've been talking a lot about my depression and all that stuff. I think one thing that I learned that I needed to learn to then be able to deal with my depression a lot better is that you may feel like you want to die, but that doesn't mean you should. Because that was something like I, it, I mean, it has taken me until, I don't know, last year, year before, like recent to be like, your body, like, because for me, it's like my body will tell me that I want to die. But just because your body is telling you that does not mean it should happen. Like, it just means that something is off. Whether it's you didn't eat enough or you didn't drink enough water or you need to be on some medication or you need to talk to some, whatever the case may be, because there are so many different things. But, like, when you feel that way, it's literally like your body being like something's wrong and not your body saying actually go through with that. And that is something that, like, as a younger person and going through depression, like I was like, why are you telling me to stay alive when my body is telling me not to? I need to listen to my body. I know best. You don't know what's going on in here. And it's like, true, true, true. They don't know what's going on in there. But that does not mean that. You know what I mean? Like, and nobody could really vocalize that to me. I couldn't really get that until I got it. Mm -hmm. But like now when I have depression, like I, a lot of the time, like right now, especially this morning, it's like my body will be like, yo, it is done. We are not doing this anymore. We are out. <laughs> like, let's go. Like, let's go. But, like, I am like, ooh, that's not good. So something's off. I got to figure out what's off as opposed to listening to that idea and being right. like, like, there's nothing I can do. It's more so, like, let's just source the problem, figure that out, get that fixed, and then, like, let's move through. And then we do. But, like, that is something I would I didn't have, like, the knowledge or – the support to really do when I was younger, I really was just like, okay, let's find the exit route, which is like not the right way to go. No. And so I feel like that is like a lesson I didn't talk about earlier where I'm like, this is a, that's a huge, like I feel like that's foundational for me to be able to like actually do work to mitigate depression. Mm -hmm. It's like actually understanding that within myself has helped me be like, okay, so now let's just like work on wellness things. Like, active like being active regularly and all these things it's like i can't get to that point if i'm in crisis all the time like there's no, no way um so that's a really big lesson i feel like that has completely transformed my path um and just like it's something that helps me talk about my depression openly because i'm like i'm not at risk like right. i want people to understand that like i'm not at risk because i understand these things but i do go through dark times and love support like that's just that's just that's a thing and so I feel like that is something that I try to communicate to people, but I also have just tried to like understand within myself for a long time. I had to clap because it was good. It was I just great. feel like not enough people talk about that. No, that's real. Cause I like, it's not even like building off of it. I feel like it's like a completely different pillar on the other side of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, it, it's mm -hmm. like the thing going back to like just going to hospitals and like realizing yes. like through that process, like it was like, oh, like I want to kill myself. The second time it was just like, I'm having these same thoughts again. What's wrong? And then the third time was like, 
bitch, you need to sleep more. You need to. Like, you it, have to. You have to do it. It's, like, very simple and very clear cut, right? Like, people always think, like, oh, well, like, if you're feeling this way, it's because something drastic had to happen. Something dramatic had to happen. It's like, no, we live in a fucked up world that makes you, like, feel some type of way, whether mm-hmm. it be depression, anxiety, like, something else that, like, might be, like, a little bit more because you're going through more struggles, which has caused you mm-hmm. to be in this mental state. Like, all of those things are built on things that you have to unravel to be able yeah. to be okay afterwards. Right. And, like, it takes so much time. Oh, you can't process that when <sighs> you're younger. You you can't process that when you're going through a struggle. How, how do you have time to process going through a struggle while you're going through a struggle? You don't have, like, you barely have time to make money. You barely have time to take care of yourself or other people that you might need to take care of. Like, all of these things, it's like, it's not accessible information like more people need to talk about it because that's something you have to like do deep reflection on and figure out and it's like exactly who has like I have the time I mean I don't have a lot of time but I have the time and I've had the time over years Um, I've had the money to do that because now I work in tech like it's like I have a lot of resources that has now been like I've been able to have the luxury to be like oh (laughs) That's how you put that together. That's how you put that puzzle together to actually like process what you're dealing with. That's right. not something a lot of people can do. No. And it's like frustrating. I don't know. It's frustrating to me that it took so long for me to get there because it makes me think of a lot of people who haven't gotten there yet and may not get there anytime soon. Like it's really hard for me to like come to terms with that because of how deeply I felt. And, like, I used to feel about, like, the craziness that was happening in my mind. Like, the weird, like, this just, it's not logical, but it makes sense to me. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, this makes sense to me. Like, this, this, these feelings, this, like, anger, this, like, strong anger, this, like, deep sadness, this, like, irrationality is, like, totally makes sense to me. This is who I am. This is what makes sense. And then it's, like, years later, you're like, something was off, but you couldn't tell you couldn't tell that you just weren't hydrating properly for years. Like years. That's a thing. Okay. And so like not drinking water consistently for years can mess up your mood, can mess up like what's going on in your body, can like completely transform everything, the way you look at everything. And I feel like that's not communicated well. I mean, basic nutrition isn't even communicated well when you're younger. Like not at all. And so like to I love do pop that. Pipes. To do that, like, to go through all of that as a kid and not have that kind of foundation to be like, this is how you should be hydrating. This is how you should be eating. This is how you should be sleeping. Or these are the consequences and not being able to explain that, like, all of these, like, mental health issues can result from them. It's like, we're not setting up people <laughs> for success. Like, we're not. And it's hurtful. Like, it's it's years of trauma for a lot of people. Mm. That's all I got. Yeah. I like I feel like I have reflected hard. Mm-hmm. We've dropped gems. We always drop gems. Mm-hmm. I had to correct myself because we are queens. That's who we are. We to freedom. To freedom. I'm sorry. To freedom. <laughs> <laughs> So my new name on Twitter. You have a new name on Twitter? Yes, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? No. Okay. But you can tell me. You tell me. My new name on Twitter is To Liberated Fleetum. Shut up. (laughs) I thought you were going to say To Go Late.
Can we just transition to? to I feel like we gotta go because we're already there. So are we just gonna skip? Who brought (laughs) the coleslaw though? You wanted to skip it because you didn't like the dish, but it's on the table. Ah, Wow. Who brought it? I don't know. Okay, listen. This is a question that I heard from somebody. I'm not going to lie to anybody. It's me. (laughs) I have this question for both of us. I feel like this question was in my heart. I have to speak it out, tell the truth. Is that like, (laughs) how do I ask this tactfully? You don't. Why why men be so mad right now? Like, okay, these are straight cis men of I don't know, like of all the races because like just I straight cis men. Like we, I'm a straight straight cis men, but I also this is based on my recent experiences on the app. Okay, y'all know the app. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> You said the app. The first thing that came to mind was Grinder, and that's how you know I how gay I am. I said the app, and I thought Applebee's. So I think <laughs> we're in different places. I think we're in different, but you are gay as fuck, yes, and I want you to true. know. This is um, so this is my experience. So like, this is the thing is like, you know, I be on the app, I be talking, I be saying hi, I be trying to be nice. Because I'm like, yo, let me just, like, see what's out there. Like, I'm in a situation where I feel like I can just, like, get to know people. Like, I haven't really got to, like, date, date in a while. I'm like, let me open myself up to it. Let me try. I'm busy as fuck. But every once in a while, let me have a good time and just, like, try to have, like, some dinner, some drinks, some conversation, something. (laughs) Something. I I feel like my standards get lower and lower as time goes on. For obvious reasons. And so, like, something. Let, let me have something. So I'm talking to these people. And, gosh, every guy I've talked to this week have been like, but, like, I mean, are you really going to show up? Like, are we really going to do something? Like, like, are you one of those flaky people? It's, like, it's, like, literally all questions that are surrounded by this nebulous answer of, like, Will you show up if we arrange something? Like, that's the fear. That is the fear that I am finding in men these days. And I think maybe it's it's been a while since I've been on the app. I mean, I'm inconsistent as hell. So, like, I've been showing up real, like, a lot lately. And I've been getting it a lot maybe because I'm just more present for the conversation. But at the same time, all of this fear has resulted in these men who are so mean and possessive. Like, they're just like... So, like, are we doing this or not? Because it's, like, now or, like, never. And I'm just, like, I just never. So did that end the entire exchange? Like, you asked me a pretty straightforward question. I want to give you a straightforward answer. Or, like, men who are, like, they, like, get really, like, like um, they, like, over-text because they want to confirm. But it's, like, not even a real regular person who was going to hang out with you can take this. So now you're going to think that I'm a fake person because I stopped engaging with you because you texted me four times in the middle of the work day, whether or not I was going to text you back so that I could prove I was real. Like, homeboy, I know you've been scarred. We all have. <laughs> but every now and we gotta we got to, like, find our way back to ourselves. That's my piece. I'm done. You went I'm off. done. You I'm done. Off. I just feel like I cannot. Like you I can't off. babysit. No, you can't babysit nobody else's kids. You didn't have that kid out your vagina. Absolutely not. No, we did not. And if I could talk to his mother, if I could talk to his mother, I'd say, "There's nothing left you could do." <laughs> At all. You did it all. 
You, you, you did, did it all. Everything that you could, and you still. And this man. For some reason. This boy. Raised. Baby boy. Because baby boy was about a grown ass man who was still a fucking child. Baby boy knew how to download the app. Baby boy put his photos up there. <sighs> baby boy tried to open with something nice. He was literally nice. He was very kind. And I'm not talking about one boy. This is all of them. Very kind. Oh, how are you? Oh, you know, I'm comfortable with what you're comfortable with. I just wanted to say hi, bubble. And then all of a sudden they like, but like, why you not reply to me right now? Why are you so busy? What? Who are you? I don't know you. You don't have my time. And this is the thing. Like, I don't think this is like necessarily like a straight like male thing. I, I don't, don't know. This is the experience I'm having right, with right, right. straight males. I have time. <laughs> I'm like, I have time. Isaac, come in. Come into this discussion. I have discussion. time for this discussion. So the, this is the thing. Like, and like also, I'm a very masculine presenting person. Like I like I come. Ac- I, I don't know. I'm into it. Okay. I'm into it. Anyway, but <laughs> the point is, is that like a lot of the times, like like men in general, like mm. become very possessive and very clingy. It's like literally how you are socially constructed to be. Like mm. I actively was raised by a single parent who was like, no. This is not how you're going to treat women. This is not how you're going to treat anybody. Okay, I like that. So, like, act properly. Come as a gentleman. All these other things. And I remember there was a period of time that I had to work through on my path. Mm -hmm. Where Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, like, if I play the, like, good guy and I get friend zone, like, fuck women. Like, they're the worst (laughs) things in the whole entire world. Because I was straight People be feeling like that. Right. But it's, like, at the same exact time, it's like, if you respect me enough to be my friend... You should, like, at some point in time, I'm going to find somebody who respects me enough to be my partner. And, like, being secure in that process, like, I don't think I've I've had that issue before. And Mm. I think, like, everybody's had that issue Mm -hmm. before. But nobody's about to sit out here and be angry and violent like straight cis men are. They are angry and And violent and entitled as fuck. Add a caveat. Come on, caveat. And the way they treat black women. Let's start there. <laughs> it's like, you, like the thing is, I I remember getting hip. <laughs> I remember the, the moment. I remember like watching some guy treat this white girl some way, and then talk to me right after that and treat me in a very different way. And I remember thinking in that moment, you know, I'm always treated in this very different way all of the time. But this white girl has all these stories that she keeps telling me about, like, these guys who, like, really like her. And it's, like, so cute. And it's, like, very. But it's, like, since I was, like, a baby by anybody's standards, let us hope, I've been treated like a, like, like a sex toy. Like, for a long time. Like An by exotic by like, sex toy. Oh, by random guys I literally didn't know in school when I was a child. Okay? And so I'm just, like. I don't have a memory, especially when I was younger. Like, I feel like it's gotten better as I've gotten older because I know better, like, where to navigate. But, like, I don't have a memory as a younger kid of, like, a very cute, like, PG situation with a dude. Like, people said nasty-ass things to me, and they did not say those things to white girls. Mm. And so it's just, like, the way that men, like, cis straight men treat black women or women of color, I would imagine because like I'm light skinned and so like they like to exoticize me and I'm sure they do it to every woman of color but it's just like the way that they do it is just like like I I don't know it's like I have no compassion left for these people Mm -hmm. I don't like just what like I don't understand 
when they learned that this was the right approach. Like, actually, I was talking about this last night with Kia, my roommate. Because we were talking about this dude who got, like, literal upset that I was like, okay, well, doesn't seem like you're trying to make a plan. You're kind of being, you know... Being a little weird right now. Let's. I, I literally was like, let's plan for another time. And he was like, it's now or never. And I was like, okay, never. Like, <laughs> Bye. why? Why are you acting like this? But like, we were talking about it last night, and she was like, like, in what scenario? It's like it's now or never. And it's like, oh my god, it's like he's trying to prioritize me right now. I can't wait to meet him. Like, who goes in the direction of now when a guy you don't know have never really spoken to for a long period of time who has a bad attitude who clearly does not care about your well-being is about to say it's now or never bitch never I hope I never hear from you again I hope you lose this number I hope you forget I'm a person who exists right like truly I wish this exchange didn't happen it did that's cool we all live and learn use another fuck boy and And bye And we're done. Because I feel like some men treat me like I'm still like 17 years old. And it's like I've been grown for a long time. Like I have met every last one of you people. Y'all don't surprise me. I don't have time for it. I'm extremely busy. I got a really nice job that I prefer over your ass. Okay. It's like, who do you think you're talking to? Mm -mm. I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like this has been something on my mind like literal all day because I was like on the app this weekend and like it was like the same patterns over and over again. I'm like, what happened out here to these men who feel like they have been hurt by apparently everyone out there? Like, it's like if you've been hurt and you've gone through some shit, like that's fair. But like, you're going to put that on me? I don't know what, I don't even know what happened to you. (sighs) I don't even know what happened to you. I'm, I don't, I have, I haven't had the time to get to know what has happened to you because you're being annoying as shit. And I, I'm going to stay home, drink some wine, get under my comforter, and go to sleep. Okay? Okay. And that's how you should respond. Mm. Like, mm. There's a multiple points. I'm going to give two. <laughs> and then we're going to just I like, like that. And then we're gonna move ease forward. into the end. We're just going to move forward. Yeah. First point. Men on grinding. Exotify. Mm-mm. Black, brown, specific, well, black and brown bodies. Mm-hmm. And the the big thing that, like, I want people to take home is, like, this is, like, like I just feel like this is, like, in, like, white men's psyche and, like, whatever, like, exotified, like,ness that white men have around, like, this idea of, like, no fats, no fems, no mm. Asians. Like, that's a no. very big thing that's in, like, the gay community that I feel like I can, like, go there right now because it's, like, one, like, and there's, like, also, like, no chocolate. What the fuck I look like being called chocolate? If I'm anything, I'm a nice caramel milk dud bitch, and I'm a badass. You can't find no caramel milk dud. They don't exist. I'm, ex- eat, I'm amazing. I've either way. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm delicious. Mm. Anyway, that's not Yum. the point. I'm delicious for one person, and I'm in a relationship, so we have to be very it's clear about very that. very clear. Yes. Not available. Please do not <laughs> slide into his DMs for that reason. For that reason. Not but if that you want to hear more about the table podcast, please you can definitely feel, free, feel free to slide into either one of our DMs. But no funny business. He is not single. I very much am. 
Nothing turn around. I'm screaming. I'm living for it though. You slide into my DMs. Slide into. Let's her see DMs. what's possible. We. I would like to also we'll be on the date. We'll explore. <laughs> Maybe Isaac will be there. He has been there before. It was a magical date that time. <laughs> that was a great time. We'll make it happen again. But like again. you were saying, <laughs> back to you. <laughs> That's my first point. Second point is, here's the thing. I don't think anybody in this world expects you as a person who is listening, who is like her overhearing this because somebody has this on speakerphone. God, like, I hope they do. Like, because we need to be exposed. Um, like, nobody is expecting you to take care of them. If they are expecting that, you are not their parents. Absolutely not. You are not supposed to take care of anybody else but yourself. Mm-hmm. And if that mm-hmm. is how you're entering a relationship, I would like you to seek a therapist. It's just not the way. Like, that is literal what I was thinking. It's like, this is the way you're acting before I even know you. Mm-mm. I don't want to see how you act when you know me. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. And that's that about that. Damn straight. Can I get a to-go plate? A to-go plate? A to-go plate. Late? 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 Daniel could make it sound good. I bet he could. Let's just like let him experiment with it. See how it goes. Yes. I'm really excited about but that. But speaking of Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> it is time for Can I Get a To-Go Plate? <laughs> oh, wow. I checked you. Was... You didn't know. You didn't know that pause was intentional. <laughs> And in this session, segment time together as humans. (laughs) Come on, poetry. In this time, we discuss Daniel and his fabulous wardrobe. Fabulous wardrobe. So, we missed last week because we were experiencing Halloween and all the different things. And there was so much going on. We were so tired. And But Daniel was like, look. Mm. I'm going to serve a Halloween look for y'all. He took a picture. And gave (laughs) us a look, right? So Daniel was like... I dropped my phone. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) I held on to it because I was so shook. Like, I was shaking while holding it. Like, I wish I could, like, explain the shaking noise through the microphone. I can't really do that. I'm going to sue Daniel for money to replace my phone. (laughs) Because I dropped it. It shattered. It fell down a well. A well? I never saw it again. All I have is the memory. Because (laughs) what did Daniel do? Give you Mm. the girl from the ring, but make it fashion hunting. Stop it. It was like like spooky, but like, is it spooky because I can't dress that well? (laughs) Come on, spooky because I can't dress that well. So, you know, if you can imagine... I can't because I don't have the, the picture ring. anymore because my phone is in the well. 
It's gone. If, if Daniel could please replace my phone. I'm screaming. Okay, oh I gotta God. stop. I gotta stop. <laughs> so stop. Daniel was very much, mm-hmm. like if you can imagine the girl from the ring. She lots had of hair. Lots of long lots hair. Of long... A lot of wet. Yeah. But imagine wet, slick back hair in dark black. Yes. With not like that like long pink dress, but that with a nice satchel. Oh. A nice around I do like the a waist nice look. Satchel. And mm-hmm. she happened as in Daniel, as in he, what as in she, she he, can be she, what gender, he, whatever. What is that? Gender is not a concept. That's We've what talked I'm about saying. this. It's like pronouns. I don't it's like I just want to focus on Daniel. Exactly. So Daniel happened to get this photo with not only the one and only little Nas X, but also Billy Cyrus. Daniel's out here living Daniel's best life. Just like hair flowing. When we say flowing, it could have been an herbal essence shampoo commercial, even though that shit's bad for your hair. But those commercials have really nice hair. And Real that nice hair. that was basically Daniel. Um, I know what you're thinking. Girl from the ring. Definitely look a little bit shook. Uh, but it was Pale fashion. skin. And Daniel did rise to the occasion. Use that makeup. It was on point. But you know what also happened? Mm-hmm. The girl from the ring yeah. had a bold lip. Always. It was a nice, shimmery black, black with stones on it. Like, just like a few, like, rhinestones. Just, like, play strategically, okay? Just to make it dramatic and fashion. Right. But not, like, like gaudy. Mm-hmm, because we don't believe in that. Mm-hmm, we don't believe in not that. Not in this Not world. in this studio. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Us. Um... But yes, Daniel. That look, like, it shook mm. me to my core. Like I said, lost my phone. It's in the well. It's like at the um, end of the Old Town but Road that, was the well. That photo will forever be imprinted on this brain. Forever. Uh, Daniel's what I would call a hero in the Halloween costume world. Literally an icon. And fashion. Icon and fashion, music, probably. Um, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Uh, I mean, he he took a picture with Little Nas X and Billy Cyrus. I hate Billy Ray Cyrus. It's fine because they made Old Town Road, which I don't know. Daniel might be featured on. We can't tell you that, but we, we don't can know. Tell you that you know Jack Straw supports us in our recordings. Yes. Every time we come in here, they put up with our bullshit. And you know we be on bullshit all the time. All the time. They let us drink wine while we record. That's why you get some really interesting content. All the time. Uh, we like to thank Daniel for, you know, just smiling sometimes. Because that's what we need. We need the encouragement to keep going sometimes. Sometimes. It's when we show I mean. up just raggedy, I'm oh. just saying that on my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> I say on my behalf because I still looks really good, and I literal showed up in like a hoodie and some like very comfortable lounge pants, uh, some some mules, and and just like with my self confidence. That's what I showed up with today, and like I just feel like that's really kind of this space to like to embrace as I walk in. It's not even that they're putting up with; they're embracing me. Yes, and where I am at, and I feel like Jack Straw is the real one. And we couldn't do it without them. 
This is so positive. I think that all the flowers that we have today go to Jack Straw. Jack Straw gets all of our flowers. All of the flowers. I'm not going to lie to you. I had some slated for some other people. <laughs> I'm going to redirect. I feel like those people will get the flowers when it truly counts, but Jack Straw gets them today. Today. Um, what other closing notes do we have, Isaac? I mean, we're out here in, like, the world trying to get stuff done and we doing are. the things. Um, we can yeah. definitely talk about them when things come closer. Yeah. But right now, we're just really looking for people to send us emails, Please. Love, all of the things. Send so us we questions. Can do. Right. We just love to hear from people. We just want to know, you know, that you're out there, like, I don't know, slaying or some shit. Slaying, maybe a little bit of a dip. Maybe, maybe you're struggling right now and you want to hear from us. Maybe maybe you just want to know, like, like what's Nadia got on her mind right now? <laughs> now, I, listen, when you ask that question, it's going to be different depending on the time. It, I don't know. But I feel like you should feel encouraged to ask it. Exactly. And just, like, talk to both of us. Because you know? we're really out here doing the stuff and doing the things. Doing lots of things. But right now, we got to go do what? Take our to-go late to go get some food. (laughs) We got to get something in our bellies. And I feel like it's going to happen in these to-go lates. All right. Me. Me.